Good morning, everybody. You're tuned in to Thoughts by DeVille D.I. And this is your host, DeVille D.I. I hope everybody's doing well this morning. I'm doing as good as I can. You know, we've been experiencing a lot of rainy days here in Atlanta. And the rain doesn't necessarily bother me when I'm at home. But when I, I have to get out and about, you know. And sometimes I have to stop at several locations when I'm working and that can be a pain to get wet three, four times a day. You know, I'm not really into that, but we'll be all right. Now, today's what DeVille thinks. <clears throat> no, 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 no. No, no, no. First, before we get into that, I'd like to thank Kelly D's from Embrace Black Podcast and everyone else who contacted me on my episode uh Boys can have periods too. I got a lot of great positive feedback for that episode. So I appreciate each and every one of y'all. I like to share the content that Kelly D's dropped me on that episode. It she went she 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 talked for about nine minutes and I wanna share it with you, but I gotta check with her first and make sure that, you know, that conversation wasn't in confidence. I'm not just gonna throw it out there for y'all. But once I get, she gets back to me, and let's and if she gives me the green light, I'm gonna create a whole new episode based on that content. Maybe she'll come over, and you know, maybe we'll do it uh, an episode together. I don't know how it's gonna go. I haven't talked to her yet, but that was some some great content that she brought over to me. Now, what the view thinks? Did you guys know that they are there is rather a GoFundMe set up to support building the wall. That's right, the wall that Trump promised America that he was going to build. There's a GoFundMe account set up specifically to do that. Yeah, and over the past four days, they've raised $10 million. That doesn't surprise me me because... During this short Trump administration, he has, uh, you know, brought the true colors out of a lot of people and a lot of people feel safer expressing themselves about certain things nowadays. So the fact that they raised 10 million dollars doesn't surprise me. Their goal, their goal is a billion dollars. And I'm I think they might actually reach it. I wouldn't be surprised. What does surprise me is that the man behind the campaign is a military veteran. I don't know which branch, triple amputee, that is spearheading this campaign. You say, DeVille, DeVille, why does it surprise you? I don't know. I guess because, you know, with the thousands of veterans that we have living under bridges, the thousands of veterans that we have trying to get help for their uh, PSD and things of that nature that are struggling to get help from the same government that that they served could use that 10 million dollars and I'm surprised that he didn't you know choose to to take up that cause versus you know building a wall but that's his choice you know he says that he wants to help uh make 
America safe again. And I'm thinking, say, from what? Look, I get more afraid when a police officer gets behind me than I do when a, uh, I see a Mexican. I tell you that right now. When the last time a Mexican has shot up a school or a church or a anything that made the news? Exactly. Now, I'm not saying that there's not that the crime doesn't exist, and I'm not saying that there are not Mexicans or any other type of immigrants, ethnicity of immigrants out there that do commit crimes. Yes, crimes get committed. They get committed all the time. But building the wall, I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't even really think it's going to help because, you know, for every defense that you defensive stance that you take against anything there's going to be people that figure out a way around that so and this wall is going to cost i don't know how much the wall costs i know it's over a billion dollars to build this wall wall supposed to have a mall in it and all other type of things i know it costs a grip to build this wall so um that'll be a if it does not work that would be like a huge loss of funding i mean misuse of funding i i just don't i'm not really digging the whole build let's build a wall thing i'm not i'm not into it you may be into it if you are that is you know your prerogative to each his own you know i always say that i don't try to tell anybody you know how to live their life as long as they don't bring that my way so you have the right to disagree with me but if you do keep it over there because i really don't care <laughs> those are big facts now let's get into some of this social media news this is a story that i ran across from uh on rollingout.com now i do not know the validity of this story or not but it's a story and i'm gonna share it with you okay a man in brooklyn new york called the police after he was hazed right and this victim was not a student he wasn't in well he was not a student you know like in his 20s you know a freshman a sophomore this was a middle-aged professional man i'm not gonna say his name but this dude was 45 years old. He called police after he was beaten in a ritual as he attempted to pledge to a fraternity. I'm not going to mention the fraternity either. I'm not tarnishing nobody's name because, like I say, I'm not 100% sure about this story. But I believe, I believe it myself. So, according to the NY Post, allegedly the father of two teenagers went to an apartment in Bedford Stuyvesant neighborhood Bed-Stuy that's what they call that I heard that on a lot of those old you know gangster movies of New York so he was looking to pledge a paternity and paternity he wasn't Y'all excuse me, man. I'm kind of tired. But he was he was ready to pledge for a fraternity. 
and after he had been drinking and the members of that fraternity was waiting for him in a brownstone apartment where he was beaten with paddles and hands I'm assuming on his buttock now one why the hell are you 45 years old and still trying to pledge a fraternity I don't get that I've never really understood well I do understand why people pledge fraternities and sororities and fraternal orders and things of that nature I get it but at 45 years old if you haven't got down with the squad yet it may be too late to be trying to get involved with that I'm just saying player and then something should have clicked something should have clicked in your mind that this was not on the up and up when they had you you meet them at night in a brownstone apartment in bed style what good did you think was gonna come out of this what did you think i mean i why why is the question what are you doing brother what are you doing get up out of there why why would you lord i don't know man like i say you got <laughs> you show up to a brownstone apartment in bed die in the middle of the night i'm sorry if y'all heard that my mic fell over you so show up to a brownstone apartment in bed at night drunk you get what you get i'm just gonna put it like that we're gonna keep this moving forward but first we're gonna stop for a second to acknowledge my sponsors yo we back at it so man while we was uh taking that little short commercial break i thought about it man matter of fact the other day wednesday i had an in well not really interaction it was yeah i had an interaction with a veteran um homeless veteran at that that had just got caught stealing from the store yeah he stole um like a hundred dollars worth of merchandise and i know he was a veteran for a fact because he showed me his id and everything like that so he had just got released from the va um the from the va i can't remember what it's called specifically but he was down there trying to get some help because he was homeless and i asked him why was he in there stealing and he said he was gonna take that and he was gonna take that and try to sell it for 40 bucks and you know try to get some food and some soap and essentials and things like that so yeah i definitely think there's better things that veterans could be focusing on you know their efforts on helping them so uh in other news that i ran across man the senate passed a reform bill aimed at easing the sentences for non-violent offenders so if you don't know there are uh, there are people that are serving extended you know sentences for crimes that they how do you put this there are people out there who have been over sentenced for their crimes like for example if you get caught with uh if you get caught with cocaine versus getting caught with crack getting caught you get a lighter sentence if you're caught with crack 
the sentencing is like I think it was like a hundred was at one point like a hundred times worse or higher than getting caught with cocaine and you know the only difference between cocaine and crack is that they use cocaine at the Hollywood parties and they use crack in the the ghettos and the trailer parks so people that were being caught with crack were being sentenced harsher than uh, other offenders and you know so this reform bill is going to bring around a couple thousand people home that are still serving time for small amounts of crack cocaine and things like that that they had purchased at one point in time we're dealing with and it's wow that you know this has been going on for so long and 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 nobody's done anything about it but finally they're looking to or they have actually passed the the reform bill the prison you know reform i don't know what it's exactly called and they're gonna be people are gonna be getting released so I think that's dope. Nobody should be serving life sentences. Basically. They don't call it life, but they piled on so many years that it might as well be life. And I don't think nobody should be serving life sentences, you know, 40 and 50 years over over drugs. That's just me, you know. Especially, if, I mean, expect, look, if you, I understand, if you're some drug cartel leader, if you're moving kilos of cocaine through, you know, up, the neighborhoods of America, I get it, but the guy who's over who who got caught at you know seventeen years old with three rocks of cocaine shouldn't be <laughs> in prison for distribution of cocaine for twenty freaking years. That just doesn't make sense to me. It may make sense to you, but as I always say, we all are allowed to have our own opinions. But y'all didn't come here for that. Y'all came here for some morning discipline. That's exactly what I'm going to give you. The morning discipline for today. Let's have it. Success doesn't come from what you do occasionally, but from what you do consistently. That's right. In order for you to be successful, in order for you to get to where you want to be and you need to be and you're trying to be and you have to be in life, you're going to have to develop habits. You're going to have to develop habit the habits of a successful person you're gonna have to move like a successful person you're gonna have to eat like a successful person you're gonna have to sleep like a successful person you're gonna have to miss sleep like a successful person you're gonna have to not eat like a successful person you're gonna have to develop habits overall that are consistent with success yes there's time for games yes there's time for recreation there's time to go on dates there's time to do all of these things but there's times when you're going to have to be laser jet focused. You're going to have to develop the, the, the mentality of working and working until you're done, not until you're tired. And see, I'm talking about working for yourself. Whether you are employed or you are self-employed, you should be of the mind state that you are working for yourself and not for somewhere else. When you're spending, you know, 14 hours in your office, you're not doing that. For company X that writes your check, you're doing that. Make sure that you're doing that for yourself. 
make sure that you're putting in those 14 hours because you want to put those 14 hours in because you have goals and you have aspirations and you know where you're going to be and you know where you're trying to get those 14 hours to land you. You understand what I'm saying? Build those habits. Consistently do things that a, a successful person would do in the way that successful people would do it. Now you say, DeVille, DeVille. How would I know how a successful person would, would act and what they would do? And because we live in an information age. Everybody is on the internet sharing their stories of how they did it and how they work and what their grind is like. Now, some of these people are full of crap, but you have to be able to use that just like watermelon, like I always tell you. You eat the good part, you spit out the seeds, you throw away the rind. You got to be able to decipher the real from the people that are just talking because the people who are just talking are eventually going to try to sell you something. You develop those habits and you get out there and get shit done. But remember, first and foremost, to get you a good breakfast because it is the most important meal of the day and you're going to need that energy. And I need you to do me a favor, a big, big favor. Have an amazing day. Thank you for tuning in to the VLDI Thoughts by the VLDI, the podcast. I love each and every last one of y'all who tune in, man. I'm out of here. Peace.